so I'm listening to a podcast the other day. Yeah. This one? Uh, Are you listening to our podcast? No. It, well, I mean, actually, I don't anymore. I, I used know. to listen to all of our episodes. But, <laughs> I, I used to. Uh, no, 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 so I'm listening to a podcast the other day, and I instantly thought, uh, like, this is something you and I would attempt, because I'm not somebody who likes to, like, waste food, right? Like, right. that's money down the drain. And <laughs> these guys were talking about how, like, their kids, you know, when you make them a sandwich, they want the crust off. Yep. Um, so if you don't want to cut all the crust off yourself, you can either get, like, that little circle device tool. Oh, that, yeah. Like, that cuts. turns the sandwich into a circle. Yeah. Or what you do is you either cut the sandwich into a rectangle or you cut it into a triangle, right? Okay. And usually the kids will just eat all the, you know, the white or the wheat part. And then when they get to the crust, they don't eat that part. But it's wasted food. And this guy, go like, he was talking about, he's like, I really don't think the crust is that bad. And the other two guys were arguing with him. And he's he's like, I'll even eat the ones that are like full crust. And they're like, oh, gross. You eat the heels? But, so the first butt. of all, do you, do you eat the heels on your, like, the heels on the loaves of bread? Absolutely. That's the best toast. Okay. Yeah, it's bread. Okay. I mean. Right. Yeah. It's bread. So, so we are all three in agreement with this one guy out right. of the three. So he's talking about the crust, and they're saying, like, you will never get your kids to eat, you know, the crust. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've done it. And they're like, how in the world did you get them to eat the crust? He goes, okay, so you know the heels, right? He's like, when, when you're making a sandwich, you know, you put peanut butter here, jelly here, slap it together, right? And then they just eat around the crust. He right. goes, but with a heel... If you invert it so the white part Son is out, bitch. you put the peanut butter on the crust, you put the jelly on the crust, you smash it together. Oh, my God. They think they, think they are getting a crustless sandwich oh because my God. all the crust is on the inside. He goes, I have fed so many of those heel sandwiches to my kids, and they have no idea. The tricky son of a bitch. And I know. And the other, like, the other two guys are like, you're a monster. Like, they're all like freaking out about it. So it got me thinking. <laughs> so I hate like tomatoes, like don't mm -hmm. like tomatoes, but I enjoy things with tomatoes in them. Like I enjoy a good salsa. I enjoy ketchup. I enjoy, you know, like it's just like the raw Bloody tomato. Mary. I don't like tomato. Right. Bloody Marys. Yeah. Um, I don't like raw tomatoes on my sandwiches. But another thing that I am not a fan of in the slightest is uh, sour cream. And the amount of times my wife will make some sort of Mexican dish, whether it's some sort of enchilada, so whether it's a casserole of some sort, whatever the case is, and there will be sour cream in there. And when I ask her, I'll be like, oh, like that casserole looks good. What's in it? She just goes, well, why don't you try it first? And I instantly know it's because there's sour cream in it, and that's why she's not telling me. But here's the deal. I'm somebody that like, again, if it's masking the flavor, so like right. you and I, Perel, went out to dinner earlier tonight. And I thought there was tomatoes in our sushi. But again, I couldn't taste those tomatoes. So it got me thinking. I don't think. Is there anything you either don't like, but you know gets snuck into your food? Or is there anything like that that you do to your kids No, that you can think of? Honestly, no. Like, I I, I used to be picky with, like, bell peppers. Uh -huh. But anymore, it's like, ah, dude. After COVID, everything tasted like nothing. So when I got my taste back, I was just like, I want to have everything. I want to taste everything. So I became like the non-pickiest eater in, in the world. But with my kids, uh, Elliot really doesn't like mashed potatoes. Sure. But you just cover it in gravy and be like, hey, just it's like potato soup. 
Well, or so here's another thing. Have you ever had to like give your kids medicine, but like they can't swallow it? So like you mix it in with like mashed potatoes or pudding or something like that? I do that to my dog. Well, <laughs> sure. You can do that too. Yeah. Dog won't take medicine. So you'd lap it up with peanut butter. Sure. Yeah. No, honestly, no. My kids are really good at taking medicine too. Okay. Like, well, no, um, I was just thinking about it and I was like, yeah, my wife sneaks in sour cream to things, you know, yeah. other people try to sneak tomatoes into things. And as long as it's masked, it's fine. And it's kind of one of those, like, if you're totally oblivious, right. then, you know, it's not a big deal. But like, I also know some people that's just like, oh, wow, this is really good. It's like, oh, really? That's interesting. There's sour cream in it. And then all of a sudden they look at it and they're just like, shh. It's like, you just said it was good. Yeah. You like, son of a... Don't... Yeah. No, just because you now know what's in it. Like, <laughs> I could say, like... I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation on this podcast before or, or something. Uh, but, like, <laughs> if I put poop in something... Okay, that's different. No, but I'm saying, <laughs> if you had no idea it was in there, and you were like, wow, this is good. Like, what's all in it? I'm like, well, it's this, 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 feces, this, this. this. <laughs> yeah. And you'd be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, back up. What'd you say? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We're, not just gonna, we're just not going to go over that like, you yeah. didn't just say what, I just, what you just said. That, that's that's a special ingredient, boys. That's what gives it that kick. <laughs> I automatically thought of Jeffrey Dahmer. Is that bad? Like, Hey, Mark, switch spots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. How do you like we're that We're not chili? recording this, are we? Yeah. Oh, we are. Oh, crap. Yep. Okay, start the show. Welcome to In the Middle Podcast. This is a podcast about two dads living life in the Midwest. We talk all things fatherhood, sports, hobbies, and life's greatest conundrums. Mark. Sipe. What's up, dude? Not a lot, dude. Just got here a little late. Uh, but it's okay because we flew in a special person today. Hello. Wait a minute. You flew here? No. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> no, but he is about three hours from home and we are keeping him from going home. Oh, wow. no. So. Where's, uh, where's home? Alta Vista, Kansas. Alta Vista. Why do I know that name? Is it, uh, no, uh, south of Wamigo? Uh, west of, west of Wamigo. You're very west, close. Uh, west of Wamigo. South of Manhattan. 15 minutes south of Manhattan. Oh, nice. Heck yeah. Very cool, man. Well, glad to be here. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. I'm glad yeah, Mark's cool. here. I'm glad we're podcasting. I was sick last week, so. I'm glad we have beers. Yeah, we have beers. We have beers. Cheers, boys. Cheers, cheers to the beers. Hey, and no hating on us. Um, we, we talked about it last week. Well, we two did. weeks ago. Yep. It, this is a Christmas ale, and we said that this is not... You know, living up into Christmas hey, hey, spirit hey, hey, right hey. now. What I say last week? It's After beer. November 15th, True. it is okay. And it is November 16th. True. We are fine. We we can. I, I'm not happy about it, but we can enter Christmas season. Yeah. I just, I don't agree with it. I mean, I like the beer. And I'm going to drink good beer. Perel, so. when do you start Christmas season? December 1st. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. See? We're aligned right here. Yep. We yep. like it. Mm. Yeah, we got it. Yes. Hey, Mark. Yes. What are we talking about today? Well, today, and this is part of the reason why Perel is here, we, last Friday, um, missed, or, or for the show, since we didn't get to record this, we had 
instead of we're about to have uh, Veterans Day. Yes. And Perel is actually a former member of the military, so he is veteran. And um, while I was simply just going to talk about him and sing his praises, he ended up being here. So, Hell uh, yeah. yeah. We're, I can we're dispute all of in. his lies. <laughs> um, and Perel actually fits in perfectly with our second topic. We're going to talk a little no-shave November. Ooh, uh, you both blasphemy. have some glorious beards going. <laughs> yeah, uh, Perel's been doing no-shave uh, 2022. Um, I've been doing No Shave 2019. Sure. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> um, and then after that, we're going to talk um, just just a tiny, tiny little bit of World Cup because I'm super excited about it. But then I want to know about the greatest sporting events you guys have attended. Ooh, I like that. So be thinking. I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, but should we go into topic number one? Let's go topic number one. Topic number one. <laughs> You were trying so hard not to laugh through that. I know, I was. <laughs> Veterans Day. Yes. yes. So, um, the big thing is, is I don't think we've covered a lot of it on the show, if any of it, but, um, you know, we're from the Midwest, and I think that <laughs> while patriotism certainly exists all over the country, you won't find as much patriotism as you do in Midwest states. Um, as somebody who has traveled to a lot of different places, you know, West Coast, East Coast, whatever, you know, I feel like, you know, you go to places where things have happened. So like New York with like the Twin Towers and stuff, you right. know, American flags all over the place. Um, Oklahoma City with the bombing yep. and stuff like that. But like in terms of just like seeing it, you know, on people's trucks, bumper stickers, you know, out in their front lawn, like that sort of stuff. I feel like we really take... Uh, not only you know our freedoms and our our American pride and that sort of stuff very seriously out here, but veterans are very highly respected out here too. Yes, um, and I know that in a lot of places that is not the case. Um, but I think that there's just an incredible amount. I mean, you go to, I mean, really any stadium when they're having Veterans Night um, or Military Night, whatever. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of good things that you see there, but like, oh man, and this kind of goes into topic number three, but you go to a Chiefs game yeah. and they're honoring the military, like tears in your eyes. Yeah. Um, and so I am very happy to not only know of multiple military people, uh, my wife's great uncle was in the military, served in uh, World War II. My father-in-law uh, served in Desert Storm. My grandpa served in the Korean War. Um, and then Perel, you, uh, and you can share a little bit of um, your deployment and stuff, but you served in the Army um, about 10 years ago. Um, Ballpark, yeah. Yeah, 10, 12 years ago. Um, and so first of all, I just wanted to say, Thank you for your service and the Absolutely. service of yeah. anybody out there listening um, who has served. And we actually, we talked about a little bit, I think, with Farafloss um, with regards to just military around the world and whether, you know, the Aussies respect their military or yes. whether, you yep. know, they're respected as much as we respect them around. But truthfully, like, just thank you for allowing us the ability to come here and do this, to drink beer and yeah. talk about whatever the... I want my beat, but oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, it's not ready. Whatever the beat. We want, it's not this one. This is like, oh, that's not even there. No, we have a beep on there, but no. Yep, that's clapping. We don't no. have it on there. You have it on the computer, but it's fine. Uh, but yeah, we, we get to talk about whatever we want. And so, uh, yeah, I'm just happy to have you sit next to us, even if you didn't say a damn word. Yeah, well. So this is Perel. Hi. Perel, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and your military background. Um, and yeah. 
Whatever you want to tell us, man. Hi, I'm Perel, and I have a military background. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And right. segment two. All right, segment number two. No, <laughs> no I, uh, I'm currently a construction worker, but I spent six and a half years in the Kansas Army National Guard. I uh, was uh, trained as an artilleryman. Uh, my my job basically consisted of sticking a rocket on the back of a telephone pole and making sure I hit the target right. <laughs> cool, which is awesome. That is by the way, if you want to uh, if you want a kind of a live version of it, just uh, YouTube uh, Steel Rain, which is also just a fun nickname. I just I don't know. Personally, Steel I, Rain. Steel Rain. Okay, right. I have an actual like legitimate question because I think anybody who is around explosives wants to do this. Did you ever fire it and then turn and slowly walk away from the explosion? <laughs> no. <laughs> For like a lot of reasons, but I'll, I'll give you some of the bigger ones. One, uh, when I when that uh, rocket gets fired off, before the back half of it leads the tube, it's already going Mach 3. Oh, jeez. Uh, or Mach 2. I don't know. One of the mocks. The, the, yeah, whatever mock it is. <laughs> um, either way, it's fast. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure the minimum range on that thing was about a mile. Minimum, like the shortest I could but shoot. Yeah. The thing was ma- well, uh, if the explosion was big enough, <laughs> uh, yeah, well. it just looks like you farted really bad. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Tacos, <laughs> uh, MREs. Yeah, no, no, there would be nothing there. <laughs> nothing but a stopped-up dam. Breaks. You can just pour to Johns because they can't dig deep enough holes to give us outhouses. <laughs> Lane, break, 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 break. <laughs> this is why I brought him on because oh, I knew he would just really I love it. I love yeah. it. Riff, riff, riff. Let's go. I don't know what's going to happen. No, um, I love it. No, I spent uh, six and a half years in all of, all of it with the National Guard. I had uh, one deployment to Djibouti, Africa. Yes, it's a real place. You can have a giggle at it. I know it's Djibouti. Funny. Djibouti. Did you see a lot of booty? Unfortunately. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was it male booty? Uh huh. No, I was thinking like like stolen goods. Booty. Oh, like that kind of booty. <laughs> well, it was right next to Somalia, so pirates. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so. Man, there was there was a it was it was a interesting experience. I think is the best way that I can put it. Sure. Did you have free time at all when you were over there? They they tried to make sure you had downtime. That, yeah. that, that was the biggest thing. Is there's a lot of guys that would go out there and just get burned out because they want to be all hoo hoo and push for the mission and get everything yep. done. But uh, yeah, they they made sure that you had downtime, which is. Which I thought was great because uh, it wasn't just while you were there. They also made sure that once you got home, there was 90 days you were not even allowed to think about the military. Oh, like dude. you got That's home, nice. they got home, and they're like, we do not want to see anyone for 90 days. And at the end of that 90 days, we're bringing everyone back together to start working on reintegration. Yep. Yeah, and so that I mean that that's beautiful that they they allow you guys to yeah get away from everything. Right. Do yeah. what you want to do if you want to cut paper for 90 days you can cut paper right? that was oddly specific <laughs> if you if you want do to you have aspirations i don't know I can, that. yeah i really love cutting paper. i love paper <laughs> that's <laughs> some like psychotic shit <laughs> paper but but no i when you're when you're over there I, one of the, the thoughts i've always had is like so what do you do in your spare time when you're over there uh they so, had they had uh uh a, a call center that you could go to if you want to go home and call your family. They also yep. had a computer center. A lot of guys had their own computers. Um, they actually, I mean, of course they had a gym, which we called the house of pain or the Thunderdome, depending on how you were feeling, Ooh. um, to go work out, just kind of work off stress. But I mean, they also had, you know, a, a, a shopping center, a PX, um, to go 
you know, you can get goodies on it. You can get all your essentials that you need. And then they also had, um, like, this really offshoot, like, 12 systems total set up for gaming. Yeah. There's, like, a few Xboxes, a few Playstations, and some computers. But I'm 90% sure it was only the Air Force guys in there because it was always <laughs> full. Always full, and I did Air not want to wait. <laughs> Much love to the Air Force guys. If you're in the military, you know I'm going to pick on everybody at some point. So it's funny that you Air say Force. that because every time uh, like Hollywood like makes a movie and you see people at camp and yeah they're like playing basketball or lifting weights mm-hmm. or whatever, there is always like an Xbox room, and I'm just kind of yeah. like, dude, that'd be kind of dope. Like, and it's one of those things that we we half joke about, but at the same time, it's half like kind of actual curiosity. Is like if you guys play like call of duty or battlefield or something like that like you've got to be so like tactical with like your comms and shit that you just probably roll over lobbies uh the the funniest thing i've seen was uh so so in that room you could sign up i think it was for like 30 minute sessions or something like you get a chance to come in a game but they weren't let you get they weren't just gonna let you sit there all day i mean right there's you know god knows how many uh service members there but there was a some tournament going on. I don't even remember what it was, but it was a Call of Duty tournament. And there happened to be a full, actual squad of guys who had played together Holy that were crap. there, and they all planned it out. And they they did extra stuff. They actually switched duties with a couple of guys so they could actually sit in, <laughs> and everyone agreed to let them just sit there and play. And they just mowed. That's so <laughs> awesome. Mowed through it, and we we're just kind of we'd come in, we'd watch somebody bring them a bottle of water, make sure they were fine. <laughs> There'd be a bathroom break, and we'd just be like, "Like mega hole, get him through, let him back in." <laughs> they, so. they, they turn into the all stars of, oh, yeah. of the base. <laughs> what you, the, the funny part though is, they didn't end up winning the tournament because I'm pretty sure they got beat by like five 12 year olds who were on spring break. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, who were like drop shotting, which is like physically impossible to actually yeah. do. And then, and then after they, you know. You, Get your guy. They like teabag you. Oh, yeah. which... Well, and it, it's funny because like people find out that I was in the military, and they're like, "Oh, let's play Call of Duty," and I'm like, "But I don't want to." Yeah. For so many reasons, because everyone's like, "Oh, if you if you were in the military, that means you've got to be good at Call of Duty," and I'm like, "No, it doesn't." No. Yeah. For so many reasons, yeah. Th- this does not equate to this. That's, I mean, that's right. like that's like saying you could be a NASCAR driver because you play like NASCAR 22. Right. <laughs> like it, it's hey, I got my driver's license. I could do it. You don't know. <laughs> Or, yeah, I love PGA, and uh, on there I'm number one ranked in the world. So it, it, trans, it transfers, right? So sure. the last question I'm going to have for you, uh, you guys got, like, gift boxes and whatnot. Mm. What were, like, the top three best things to receive while uh, you're on tour? Um, I mean, the letters themselves. Like, I mean, getting packages was always nice, but actually getting, like, a handwritten letter, not yeah. an email or something, that was always good because somebody actually sat down and took the time to yep. do that. So that, that was really special. Um, I got a few care packages uh, from uh, the church that my aunt attends that uh, it had a bunch of uh, magic, like, like just like real simple magic stuff in it. Yeah. So I got to annoy everybody with those. <laughs> um, Pick a card, any card. Oh yeah. But then see the rabbit. Now you don't. <laughs> Was well, this your card? Ten years later, and I still got gotcha. you. Um, but then you'd have. Uh, I mean, it was cool because it always like some people would send snacks, but they just have to be like really packaged up. But it could be clear packaging, and that was always that was uh, really fun. But I think the the absolute best was you'd get those guys that would get packages, and whoever was sending it was not being sneaky at all, because they were they were very you know strict on booze while you were there. Right. But um, 
you'd get a package from Tennessee from <laughs> Daniel Jackson. No way. Oh, nice. yeah. And the only thing that would be in there would be a hydrogen peroxide bottle. <laughs> Sealed. So they're like, ah, it's fine. What they didn't know is apparently somebody knew somebody that knew somebody that was in prison once because that was Jack Daniels in a hydrogen peroxide yeah. bottle that got Holy resealed. Crap. I love it, dude. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. Now, yeah. is uh, like the triple-ply toilet paper also a hot commodity? <laughs> toilet paper is a hot commodity. Just toilet paper in general. Okay. Like, uh, the, we had, uh, uh, for our living houses there, we had what was called uh, clues. Which uh, just something living unit, a civilized living unit, which it really wasn't. Uh-huh. But basically, it was a giant Connex box like you'd see on uh, like shipping containers on ships. Yep. Bordered it off in half, and it kind of shrunk down for like insulation on the walls. And you'd fit three guys on each side of that. Oh my and then they spun another one and had like four bathroom stalls with showers and a couple of actual toilets. But over there, there was no toilet paper. No, no, no. no. I got to learn how to use a bidet. Oh, I love bidets. I mean, I was like, I I love bidets. I don't want to go back to toilet paper. Yeah. (laughs) Like a peasant. (laughs) Feels so weird to say this, but my butthole's so clean. (laughs) Now I feel like a dirty, dirty man. I got to tell you, dude, I installed a bidet in my upstairs bathroom. And uh, needless to say, if I'm not at home and I have to poop, I get a little sad. (laughs) I just need that cleanliness. I saw your father-in-law's bidet the other day. Okay. Yeah, and oddly enough, I installed a toilet paper right, right next to it. Why did I do that? I don't know. To patch yourself dry. I guess. <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, what's really nice for like the automated ones that are like built right into the toilet. Don't yeah. Or like, I guess, technically, it's the seat or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, um, and I did kind of gloss over this earlier, so part of the reason I know Perel is we were old theater buddies back in college. Um, and so between just... I mean, we won't get into all of it, but between just the fun times we had both on stage and backstage, uh, all the cigarettes smoked outside in between <laughs> scenes, um, you know, the crazy cast parties that we went to and just, uh, I mean, even going beyond that of just hanging out at each other's houses and playing board games and sharing stories and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's just, I could not think of a more appropriate guest to bring onto the show. Um, so Perel, we would love to have you stick around for topic two and three, if you are willing, but I also know you need to get home. So if you do need to go, no pressure. Yeah. I was actually just looking at the time. Unfortunately, I do believe I need to get going. Okay. That is but, perfectly fine. I mean, I cut a half hour off it and I was like, ah, I got time. I want to stop. I want to stop. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. I, when, cause we weren't sure if we were going to get you on or not. And, uh, yeah, when you told me you were like, I can spare 30 minutes. Perfect. Come over. Please. <laughs> like I, I need to get you on the show and just let people hear your glorious voice. Yeah. Sad to see you go, but, uh, I appreciate you stopping in and making yeah, time. Absolutely. And, and, uh, and again, thank you for your service. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You're you're doing a lot of things that most of us w- should have probably done. So uh, I appreciate what what you did for us and uh, and yeah, again, so that we can do what we're doing here and drink beers and act stupid. Yeah, there you go. Anytime, <laughs> my pleasure. Thank you, good Glad sir. To to join you. Love you, brother. Yeah, love you too, man. One last cheers for the road. Yeah. 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 Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Perel. Cheers. All right, and then I'm, with that, we're going to segment number two. So, it's been brought up before on this show, yeah, how people have ruined mustaches. Has right? has their own mustaches? What did you say? 
well, how certain people in history have ruined mustaches. Oh, yeah, have right? ruined mustaches. Um, yeah. Or if it wasn't on the show, it was on post show, and therefore you should watch this on uh, twitch.tv backslash in the middle underscore podcast. And if you subscribe, you don't have to watch the ads. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Be be like Alan and subscribe. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, uh, which actually I didn't even think to ask you if we had any new followers or subscribers or anything. Nope. So cool. Uh, but anyways, uh, we... Um, We've talked about mustaches, and part of No Shave November for us, anyways, is it feeds directly into Saipapalooza, where yes. many of us will take our No Shave November beards, trim them down into the Saipapalooza stashes, yes, and then maybe those stashes stick around throughout Christmas and then into New Year before we finally shave. Um, or grow it out until you go on a ski trip. Right. That's what you do. Yeah. But I'm saying yep. a lot of us who attend it. So yes. I did just want to bring up the idea of No Shave November because I will be honest. I have no idea what it's for. Like, I assume it's for some sort of like cancer or like whatever. But like, yeah, can it's we. For testicular cancer. Is I it believe. testicular yeah. cancer? Okay. I Let me look it up. Um, so I do appreciate the idea that it's. And granted, we now live in a world where, like, beards are actually considered relatively, like, popular and in and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I do enjoy it when you see somebody who usually has a clean-shaven face and they participate in No Shave November because you it's, it's like looking at a new person. Dude, for real. Yeah. Or the opposite, when you get somebody who, you know, like you, typically has a beard... And then if all of a sudden you shave at the end of it, it's like, what? <laughs> it just happened. Yeah. So, no, I just, I wanted to just bring it to the fold that if you're not participating in No Shave November, you should. Not yeah. only just because it's an excuse to not shave for a month, but hey, if you've never tried out facial hair, now's the perfect time. Because my favorite part, personally, is when I do get to shave. Because then, like, before I go full-blown mustache, I, like, try different styles. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, how would I look with, like, sideburns and a goatee? Oh, no, that's hideous. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, let's take off the, the side part of the goatee and let's go mustache, like, the Johnny Depp, yeah. you know? Yep. And we go that way. Or, you know, sometimes I'll, especially if I get, like, a full-grown, full like, neck beard. Go yeah. yeah, you can do handlebars. But if I get, like, the full-grown neck beard... Uh, one of these days, I haven't attempted it just because I know it's going to be difficult, but I want to do like the Jeff Hardy from, from oh, wrestling yeah. where it's like, like he shaves like stripes into his yes. beard or something. Like, I don't know. It'd yeah. Cool. Yeah. And that is, I, I've always done that with my beards. Like when I'm about to shave or trim at least, uh, like when, especially when I have a great big beard, like I've, I've done all sorts of stuff where I've like cut off, like literally the chin part. But then kept like the the sideburns to my mustache. Oh, nice! <laughs> like like this Civil War yeah. type of look. Yeah, and so, I guess you could call it that. Like it, the old timey. Yeah. yeah. And so I uh, I've done that once. Is it, it, I wonder what that's called. It's like, a terrible it, look. Well, because we have a name for everything, like you know, goatee and uh, soul patch and you know, mustache and beard. Like I wonder what the Civil War like. The sideburns connect to the mustache is called, because it is a weird look. It like especially if you do the high mustache, where it just goes across like the top of your cheek, and not like 
like the chin strap where it like drops and then goes up. I wonder what that's called. So uh, all I've seen is the Civil War fashion. I mean, try, is there, try is there, the people also ask that one. Yeah. The lamb chops beard. Lamb chop beard. Or the pork chop sideburns. Okay. Mutton chops. But yeah, chops. that's what we're talking about. See, mutton chops are that, but like without the mustache. Yep. So the lamb chop now, beard. Now, that one doesn't look bad. What I made the mistake of... Is you I connected went, like up here. I went like straight high. Yeah. <laughs> high up on my cheekbone. That This one I'm looking at, it kind of is like a, a beard... Like a, a skinny beard. You just get rid of the skinny the low chin beard. Yeah, is what you do. The chin and the in the uh, soul patch. Yeah. What was the purpose of that? Like, like every every style of facial hair has a purpose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the mustache. You know, there's there's other things that you can help with. I'm not gonna lie. I'm only thinking something real dirty right now. I know, but it's your chin. Okay, but think about it. like if you're making out with someone. And, it, and your mouth is moving up and down. Your your chin is rubbing on their chin. See, it's my it's my mustache that rubs on no, their lip, though. It, on their lip, yes. But I'm saying like they can get like like I've given beard burns before, <laughs> like truthfully. Hmm. And so it's kind of one of those things where yeah, as they were making out with their Puritan wife back in the day, I guess you know it, it was a way to prevent her from uh, going around town with the scarlet chin. Huh? All right, slut. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, all right, that makes sense because it, again, it's always one of those like, well, why is that? You know what I mean? Like, how is that a look? Have you have you ever seen those weird like posts of like like weird haircuts or weird like beard styles and stuff? Um, and like, do people do some stupid crap? Yeah, to their yeah. facial hair. Yeah. Um, by the way, No Shave November is not just for testicular cancer, oh, but yes, it's, it's for all cancer. So you grow your hair out to support people that are losing their hair, like for chemo and radiation and whatnot. That seems backwards. Though. I know, I know, but it's, it's one month and then after you, you shave, then you give money to a cancer research okay yeah. i was gonna say can you donate beard hair like i know you can like cut like your hair hair well no i'm dead serious like what dude that would be so bad i don't know to just glue hair on somebody well you don't just that's not the process but i just mean like yeah like can you donate your beard hair like especially if you're somebody with a long beard like we're talking like a biker beard, okay like gandalf right yeah but it's still gonna look like pubes you know what I mean? It's maybe coarse. I I don't know. Or maybe they just feather it in yeah. to a wig. I don't know. Like it gives it like yeah, body and strength. <laughs> I I don't know. It's the underlayer of the wig. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, how do you make a wig in the first place? Dude, you're I mean, I wish Perel was here. He probably would know a little bit behind it. He probably knows. Um yeah, since he worked in the theater department for a long time. Um, yeah, I, I, it was just, it was a thought. And now that I say it out loud, it sounds really dumb. <laughs> but donate your beard. <laughs> <laughs> donate those stash. Yeah. Donate those stashes. 
Yeah. Come so, on. No, I, I will say it's it's something that I'm happy that I now get to participate in simply because another benefit, and we've talked about this, is it's cold outside right it now. It is. And while normally I just go with like a like a one week scruff or like a little five o'clock shadow, No Shave November is great because I am not only doing that and my wife is aware I'm doing it, but it also gives me the ability to say, you know what, I'm just going to keep this thing through December because it is freezing outside yep. and it's keeping my face warm. Yeah. Yeah, man. I I love this part of it. I, I joked today with some coworkers that I always start in the middle of October. Mm-hmm. So when, when November gets here and I, I keep just growing my beard out, it looks like halfway through that I can grow a really fast beard. In reality, I can't. Sure. <laughs> so people are like, holy crap, man, that guy can grow a beard. And it's like, uh, what you don't know is I started mid-October. Right. I got two weeks on everybody. <laughs> well, and I will say, so like mine right now, this is truthfully 16 days old. I yeah. shaved. The day um, of? Or day before? I shaved on the uh, the morning of November 1st because I fell asleep too early on Halloween night. But yeah, so the morning of November 1st, I shaved. Um I don't actually. Did I clean shave? I'm trying to think of it. Like blade or just no guard? Is that what you're talking about? That's why I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't think I like baby shaved. Well, maybe I did. I don't remember. Yeah. So this might even be baby shave, like not just a no guard, See, or like I have a five o'clock shadow to begin with. I which need- I mean, granted, we're talking about a whopping. You know, extra days worth of growth is yeah. really all that gets you. But I'm well for me. I'm honestly thinking about doing that one year, but every year, like I want to see how big I can get my beard. Mm-hmm. And so, like last was it last year or two years ago? I think it was two years ago. Um, yeah, for for Barriesta. Uh, yes, that was the biggest beard I've ever had in my life. Yeah. It I mean, that thick. that went from, like, literally middle of October until June. Yep. And so, yeah, for me, that, I don't know if I'll top that one. Because that was a lot, a lot of, like, I'm going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trim it. I'm going to trim it. Like, looking at myself in the mirror, like, I'm going to do it. I'm, gonna do, I'm tired of it. And then you're like, no, it's been four months. Yeah. <laughs> Just go one more month, maybe two. So, I ended up not, but... um I always try to get it as big as I can before uh, we go on to our ski trip. And so. Right. Which I, again, makes sense. Yeah. Very cold, lots of wind. Yep. Yep. In the year of 2020, I shared, shaved it off literally the day before we were supposed to go on our ski trip because everything got canceled. Yep. So I was like, why am I looking dumb with the beard right now? <laughs> well, you don't look dumb with a beard. Not, not dumb. Especially now that you're bald. Yeah, I know. Because. Then you're it now helps. you like have to have it. Yeah, it helps a lot. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Um and and yes, uh Farrah Floss in the chat he says I do Movember, which is to grow a mustache for men's health. Um that is the other option. I just that that's a lot of maintaining over the course of a month to keep that mustache looking fresh. Oh so yeah. So that's why I just do no shave November. Now I do trim up the neck because that just gets outrageous. But yeah. Yeah, I I do the same. <clears throat> I trim up my neck grows all the way down to my collarbone. <laughs> Your neck, like, actually stops a decent way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm blessed with with good 
men's line health or uh, men's body hair. Body hair Which lines. Is not much. Yeah. yeah. Not like me. Look like a freaking bear if I just let it all go. <laughs> yep. So. Like Jerry too. There you go. Well, should we move on to topic number yeah, three? Yeah, that's good. I I intended for that to be short, so there we go. USA, USA, USA. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will. So, for those who are not fans of football, football, or as we like to call it, soccer here in the U.S., um, World Cup starts next. Well, actually, it might start before next week, but the U.S.'s first game is Monday. Okay. And uh, so we are recording this Wednesday, the 16th. The first game is Monday, the 21st. Yes. And then they have, so the way the World Cup works is you play the three people in your group, like round robin style, and then you get three points for a win, one point for a tie, no points for a loss. And if you are top two points wise after you play your three matches, then you move on to the single elimination round. U.S. Uh, is in what's called the proverbial group of death, which means we have a very tough like division, oh, as no. you would call it. Um, so, but I think that works to our advantage because the U.S. is constantly looked at as underdogs, like when it comes to like the heavy hitters, like England, who is in our group. Right. But on top of that, I think when we are the best team in our group, similar to you know, other sports, we, we can either play down to those opponents or we don't live up to the expectations that I kind of yeah. like that we're in this group of death because if we lose, no big deal. We were expected to lose. We're right. an underdog. Yep. Yep. If we win, it's like, that's what America, America. does. Yeah. America. So, Let's go. uh, so we play whales, play those first, soccers, which for me is actually really interesting because, and I talked about this on the show before, is I was watching or was really interested in that Welcome to Wrexham yeah. show. Um, now, granted, that's a club in Wales, so they have players from all over the world, but... Uh, you still get to know the city or the, the country. Right. right, so like, if we lose to Wales, I'll kind of be like, ah, those are the Wrexham people. Yeah, like, and I'll be okay with it. And then I've watched you for two seasons. Yeah. And then we play <laughs> England, who, again, they're always a powerhouse. So, you know, cheer for brother England. Why not? Yep. And then uh, we beat you in the Revolutionary War. So yeah. who really wins? Um, <laughs> we did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> freedom! Uh, and then we play, I believe it's like Iraq, Iran or something. Let me look. Um, but, but long story short... If you have never been to a soccer match, like missing out, and there, yes, we play Iran, so there are third games. So November 21st, November 25th, November 29th, all at 1 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. And I will be watching all three games and skipping work to do so. Heck yes. Um, no alert about the pot thing going down. Oh, sorry, sorry, Caleb. Yeah, we did not text the boys. Um, so that's our bad. Um, I don't know, Fairfloss. They named us the group of death. So I guess all the other groups only have two really good teams. I, I guess they're lumping America as a good team. Because um, I think Wales is ranked above us. England's ranked above us. I think Iran is only a little bit behind us in the World Cup standings. But either way, the reason I bring this whole thing up is not only is it an exciting time of uh, 
well, because World Cup only happens every four years like the Olympics. So it's an exciting time for soccer fans just in general. But one of, and I know you will agree with me on this, one of my absolute favorite sporting event memories. Yes. Yes. Sporting KC. Yes. We went to a Sporting KC game against our arch rivals, uh, Real Salt Lake, Salt Lake, Utah, right? We lost three to nothing. Yeah. Like, we got our butts handed to us. Blow out. But did you have the time of your life? Holy shit, did I? Because I had the time of my life. Yeah. We we got drunk on Boulevard Wheat pitchers that were like (laughs) five bucks. Yeah, dude. Like, it was cheap. Our tickets were like 20 bucks each. Standing room. We had we had like Moses in front of us parting <laughs> the blue sea yep. of sporting KC fans. Like there were there were chants going on and like the the only way I could describe it is if you've ever been to a college sport. So whether it's K State football, KU basketball, OU football, you know, North Carolina basketball, whatever. Think about the student section and how rowdy the student section is. Then apply that to an entire stadium full of people. Yeah. That's a soccer game. Yeah, dude. It was unreal. It was wild. I've never seen that in my life. We almost got into a fight. Yeah. Which, oh my like, God, dude. Can which... I can I just give that story just a little bit of detail? Sure. So, <laughs> Katie, which at the time... Yeah, you guys were married. Freshly married. Yeah, freshly. Just like, like months. Just got back from our honeymoon married. Yeah. And and Katie drunkenly like spilled a little bit of beer, mind you, on a seat that was standing room. Yeah, the guy was standing. Yes. There was no sitting down in the area that we were at the whole entire game. Yep. There were seats, but nobody was sitting. And so she spent she spilled a little bit of beer. Like I couldn't even it was probably two inches in it was diameter. A, it was a splash. Yeah. Yes. A little splash. And the dude sits down. Right. To, like, check his phone or yeah, something. To, yeah, check his phone, sits in the beer, and then, like, has the audacity to turn around, look at your wife, and be like, did you spill beer on my seat? Yeah, he was very rude about it. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I must have spilled a little bit when we were cheering yeah. for the team. Jumping up and down. That is know. playing right now. And so he, like, ripped her ass. And finally, like, after about... 30 seconds of of her of him like making some really negative comments yeah, yeah. to her i finally stepped in and was like dude fucking chill yeah <laughs> like you're in the ga ticket seating area and he was like i'm a season ticket holder and i looked at him and i go for fucking ga are yeah. you kidding me yeah no what, what do you mean because it because here's the other context of that when we initially walked into the general admission, which is sit where you want, yeah. by the way, um, we could have been front row. Yes. Because we walked in and we were just like, oh, like, cool. Like, we can have whatever seat we want. And then we decided, well, no, let's go wait in line for beer. And by the time we got back, it had filled up to the point where we were actually in standing room. Like, we didn't even have seats no, there for was no our seats. butts to sit on. There we was were no in seats standing behind room. us. Right. Yeah. Um, so we were in the aisle, which worked out because we made frequent trips back to yeah. to the beer stand. Um, but but regardless, the, the, the fact of the matter is... The is, dude was a jerk. If he's listening to this right now, I would still beat him up. I know. I know. Anyway... Let's move on. And, and his son or whoever it was was very like, 
I'm sorry, he's just drunk, like whatever. But yeah, no, the reason I bring it up is <laughs> that was a total blast, even in the spite of a loss. What I want to know, Sype, is I know you've been to multiple sporting events, multiple games. What are like your top three that you've ever been to? All right, I'm going to start with number three. Okay. Um, holy cow, and two of them are at the same stadium. So number three uh, was... Oh man, this is this is tough. This is really tough. So my number three is gonna be OU K State game, and I know this is real real small, but um it was the year Blake Griffin was a freshman in, in college. Okay. Playing for OU. Uh it was mid season, so like Was he, he player of the year? Uh maybe. I think he was. Yeah. Anyways. Um like he just started his freshman year, he's halfway through the season. We get tickets to go down to to Norman. Freaking awesome! I mean, I'm I'm a, I was pretty young. I want to say either eighth grade or freshman year, something mm-hmm. like that. Maybe sophomore year. I don't remember how old Blake is, but um, me and my brothers. It was just us three that went. Sure. And so I got to take a picture of a Blake Griffin. He stole the ball at half court went down and windmill dunked it. Yeah. And I have a picture of him like with his head above the rim, ball like down. Like mid windmill? Yes. Da- Dude, like, that's dope. Yeah, and I mean, it's on my brother's crappy Kodiak like two megapixel right, yeah. camera, but <laughs> the I still have... The pixels are probably terrible. Yeah, I still have the picture of him about to like mid dunk, like balls down by his waist, about to windmill dunk it. That play was the number one on the top play for ESPN. Uh, sports center so and you saw it live i got to see it live that's awesome um, and we blew the crap out of out of k-state that game it was like a 30 point game and so it was it was one of the hands down one of the best basketball games i've ever played or went watched um for college and and honestly probably for anything uh, mm-hmm. just because it was my first like ou basketball game and and sure we beat k-state and i got to see blake griffin and taylor griffin too and yeah it was just it was a lot of fun okay so um, I have three as well, but I do have to give a quick, like, honorable mention um, because my favorite NFL football player of all time is Brett Favre. Um, mm. And the first ever Chiefs game I ever went to was Brett Favre and the Packers. And my brother, who was only like maybe 11 or 12 at the time, he got a lot of shit because he kept switching between a Brett Favre jersey and a Priest Holmes jersey <laughs> based on who was winning. <laughs> And so, like, everybody that was around us. And, and so, back then, the Chiefs were, like, terrible. And so, tickets were really cheap. So, we were actually only, like, 20 rows up in the end zone. Um, and uh, and actually, now that I'm thinking about it, and this might have been a different game, but there there was one, uh, if, you, if you go back and look at Larry Johnson highlights. Oh, yeah. There's a highlight of him scoring a touchdown, and he runs over and picks up a Chiefs flag and waves it and then stamps it into the ground. Yeah. We were 20 rows up from him when no he did way. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you go back and watch Larry Johnson highlights, I guarantee you that touchdown was in there. I was there. Um, Hell yeah. Now, granted, I was never a Larry Johnson fan personally, but whatever. <laughs> um, but so the reason I bring it up is uh, it was against the Packers. It was against Brett Favre. Um, uh, back and forth game, left and right. And then uh, Brett Favre to basically seal it through like a bomb touchdown and like just as a 
like I went to the Chiefs game as a Packers fan. That right. I did. Yeah. Um, because he's my favorite player, and like so, I was really excited. And then when the Chiefs were going down to try to tie, we got like a. It, Actually, it might have even been a pick six now that I think about it to like really just nail in the coffin type of thing. Yep. But like it was, you know, it was my first game, my first like professional sport. Like it was really exciting. So I just wanted to call that out. And then uh, Caleb in the chat saying Allen Fieldhouse, KU versus Ohio State, both top five teams at the time. So, Ooh, so that would have been fun. Yeah. yeah. The, the high end. That's insane. And it's funny that he brings that up because my number three is actually a KU game. Really? But it wasn't basketball. Football? It was football. Holy smokes. And on top of that, it was uh, at Arrowhead Stadium. Really? Yes. So my the year that KU, uh, the legend of Todd Riesling, oh, as they called it. dude, yeah. When KU was number two and Missouri was number three in the nation, yep. my cousin got us tickets to go to that game. Holy crap. And so we went, and unfortunately, in, in, in a loss, my cousin almost got into a fight after the game. So like, <laughs> the, the, the end of the game was like kind of sad and depressing yeah. from like all of that. Because, I mean, they were arch rivals yeah. like they hated, hated each like, other like hated hated yes yeah um but the game itself like again you want to talk about sporting kc with like the crazy atmosphere and stuff yeah. like that was the most intensely just like the the hatred in the air was so palpable <laughs> that like i don't think i've ever experienced anything like that and i'll kind of touch on that in my next two and you'll understand why um but like that game itself and i'm not like i wasn't really a college football fan even at the time and and i'm not now but i will never forget that game yeah that was ridiculous yeah and another one that that sears in my mind uh was one at arrowhead as well so my top two are from arrowhead stadium okay um I do want to give a quick honorable mention, though. You made me think of it um, when, when we were just sitting here talking about most memorable game, right? Which, by the way, had KU won that game, they likely would have played. Well, they would have gone to the Big 12 uh, championship, and had they won that, they would have played for the national championship. But they yep. ended up going to the Orange Bowl to play Virginia Tech, and then they end up beating Virginia Tech. So yep. still a good year overall for the Kansas State Yep, you know, teams. Yep. Um, but there you go. So uh, the year we went to OUKU in Lawrence, is this is my honorable mention, uh, Baker Mayfield's senior year. Uh, it was the famous clip of him grabbing, oh, grabbing the nuts. His, yeah. his, his junk <laughs> to the KU bench. We were at that game behind the bench, sure, about uh, 30 rows up, maybe 40. Um, but anyway, why it's so memorable is not because we just – literally blew KU out of the water. But I got to watch Kyler Murray for the very first time. Oh, okay. Playing that game in the fourth quarter. Sure. And when I watched him on the field, at this point, nobody's in the stadium. And right. the whole family was there too, which was really cool. All my brothers, uh, my sister-in-laws, uh, all the nephews and, and nieces, and, and my mom and dad. And we got to go like literally on the front row when K Kyler was, was playing. And he broke one off like he was scrambling and then went downfield. And when I saw him run, I looked at my brother Mitch and I said, he's the fastest guy on the field right now uh -huh. as a quarterback. Right. And I, I loved 
Kyler when I first saw him because he's a small dude. He's he's way undersized. He he could throw the ball. He, he was again the fastest guy on the field. And I was like, right. I'm buying his jersey next year. And sure enough, I did. He was starting quarterback, uh, one and done. You know, it was his senior year, I think. And then yeah, now plays for the the Cardinals. Heck so yeah. that was an honorable mention. Um, my number two is the OU uh, Nebraska Big Twelve Championship. I went to in 2008. Okay. There was about a foot, six inches to a foot of snow in Arrowhead Stadium. When we got the tickets, we we were in the very top section, nosebleed, like literally 15 oh, yeah. rows that's, from the top. That's where I was for the KU-Mizzou game. Yeah. yeah. We had to stomp down a foot of snow just so we could stand <laughs> in the stadium yeah. right at our seats. I mean, our seats were covered with snow. Um, I got to watch um, Adrian Peterson run all over Nebraska. Sure. Uh, at the time, gosh dang it, what was his name? Uh, uh, Thompson, I think, was the quarterback. I don't know. Um, anyway, but yeah, we... That wasn't Landry, was it? No. Okay. It was before Landry. All right. And uh, yeah, as, you know, a... Eight or a freshman, I think I was a freshman at that time. We were playing basketball. Um, got beat out of the tournament, which let me go to the game, which is really cool. Uh-huh. Um, but got to watch, yeah, us beat the crap out of Nebraska in Arrowhead. And at the end of the game, we were going down the uh, the spiral, uh, oh yeah, landing staircase uh-huh. type of thing. And like you know, there's hundreds of fans leaving the stadium. And when we were going into it, it was, go Big Red, yeah. go Big Red. And at the end of the game, it was, Boomer, Sooner. Like the whole <laughs> the whole entire stadium. Yeah. Like one person. It didn't matter who it was. Like I, I ended up doing it like three or four times because I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I'd be like, Boomer. And like the whole Boomer. thing. Sooner. Like, dude, yeah. it was the coolest experience ever. So. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that uh, with the spiral staircase because my brother has a memory of that. And again, I don't remember what game. Um, I know we were there when the Chiefs uh, beat the Pittsburgh Steelers when they were Ooh, like the defending yeah. champions. Um, we were there in the crazy like overtime game when uh, they lost to Dallas. That was the Miles Austin breakout game. I will never forget that one. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. uh, we beat the Giants when they were the defending Super Bowl champions, all that sort of stuff. But my brother um, on those spiral staircases has the uh, those metal, um, uh, basically metal like banners. It's got like the players' pictures on them and stuff like that. It says like Chiefs and all that. Yeah. And so people were like, oh shit! And they were doing that, and my brother started it. No way. And that's like his claim to fame. It's like I started a you know a Chiefs. Chant, yeah, the the fear of the spear chant. Um, That's so cool. So there was that. But my number two, and this is like an off, off the cuff one. Wichita Thunder. What is that? Baseball? No, this is hockey. Hockey? Yes, hockey. It's like with like triple triple A. It's equivalent. It's a real thing. So if you go and you play. NHL, you know, 23 or whatever. They're a minor league hockey team. Which no shit. Thunder. Okay. Um, they're they're arch rival. Yeah. 
Holy I, cow. No, you can go play as the Wichita Thunder. That's cool. Um, Granted, they're one of the worst teams on the game. but um, So Wichita Thunder. And at the time, they were playing. I don't think this team actually is in existence anymore, but it was a team out of Oklahoma City. Um, oh, I remember. So it was a hockey team. Yep. And I think I was, they still have them. I was about eight or nine. And I will never forget this as long as I live. And it actually gives me a little bit of fear to go to, like, say, like a Colorado Avalanche game, which I think would be awesome. Which, by the way, defending champions, Colorado Avalanche. Dude, we should go. My team. No, I know. But here's why I'm scared to go. Because nothing will ever live up to this game. Okay? Okay. So, first of all, you have arch rivals. So, again, tension in the air. Palpable. You, yeah. You could literally... Yep, that is... There's a lot of hatred. Like, you could taste it. Taste like... Like vinegar and sweat. Right. Yes. <laughs> so they're playing the game back and forth, right? And at towards the end of the second period. So in hockey, they play three periods. Right. And if it's tied, they go into overtime. Towards the end of the second period, there's maybe about three, four minutes left. Okay. Two guys start fighting. Not uncommon in hockey, especially back in the early, you know, uh, well, I guess this would have been early 90s at the time, maybe late 2000s. Um, oh, okay. So so two guys start fighting. You know, one guy goes down, so they kind of, you know, they, they pull him up and they start sending him to the penalty box. Well, then, like, the rest of the team starts fighting. Like, oh, literally the other bro. four guys on the team uh, start fighting. Then... I kid you not. This is exactly what happened. So those fights kind of go on. The refs are trying to get control and stuff like that. They they kind of slowly start getting people off the ice. The coaches are like, get out. Like, quit being idiots. You know, blah, blah, blah. They do this. I kid you not. The goalies still standing in there like by the net. I swear to you, they went like this. They looked at each other. They kind of pointed. They shrugged their shoulders. <laughs> shrugged their shoulders went to center ice and just started throwing haymakers holy crap it was like you want to fight yeah sure why not okay and then they went and they started and at that point chaos ensued because the fucking so so the goalies start going at it so then the fight spills like over the bench so now the coaches are fighting with each other (laughs) and it gets into the stands and the like fans start punching each other yes yes i swear to you i saw a guy like a security guard had come down to like again try to control the situation grabbed a dude and the dude turned around and just in an act of like self-defense popped a security guard in the face and i'm in the nosebleeds like watching this all happen i'm like kill him my blood come on like i was i was losing my mind so so i'm losing my mind at like just the chaos happening in front of me they canceled the rest of the second period holy crap and they added an addition so like a normal like a normal like break between periods is like 10 15 minutes they right. added an extra like a break so we had like a half hour <laughs> for the teams to just calm the fuck down go sit in timeout yeah just everyone <laughs> calm down you're all in the you're box you're fine like yeah like and so we came out like i don't even think penalties were issued at that point in time because they wow. just canceled the rest of it they were just like well you're all in the penalty box so <laughs> yeah. like i guess we just won't have a second period <laughs> So the third period comes out, goes to overtime. Oh, geez. I I believe it was 2-2, I believe. Okay. 
if I'm if my memory serves me correctly, again, this was years ago. Um, score was two to two, and then Wichita State scores like the game winner, like to 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 win the whole you know the whole game winner obviously, right. and so I get the fight of a lifetime, I get overtime, yep. and I get the dub. Like that's pretty intense. Yeah. How will that ever be topped? Well, and it's a minor league game. Obviously it's going to be topped because you haven't topped. Like the a, only a way one. that could be topped is like game seven shootout. Like true. Like the Dallas stars and the Buffalo Sabres back in the day. Yep. Like that's the only way. But so, it has to be know. topped though. It, you, you, that's your number two. Well, but there's a reason why my All number right. one is my number one, but you give me your number All one right. first. So my number one is, and we won the game. It is more the atmosphere for me. Like, we were going into the game. We should have won anyway. But the greatest memory of any game that I've been at was the Chiefs-Colts AFC Championship. The who? Uh, No, sorry. Divisional. Divisional Championship. Okay. Uh, no, that's not right. Playoffs, first playoffs round two years ago. Is that right? Let me think. Yeah, hold on. It was the year. I'm trying. Are you, to are you talking the Super Bowl year or the year we lost to the Patriots? The year that we crap. I don't know. To be honest, because 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 the Super Bowl year was the Texans. And then the that was divisional round, and then the Titans, and then uh, the 49ers to win. But I think the year before, um, when we lost to the Patriots, who was that? I don't remember. I, I think I think it was the year we lost to the Patriots. Okay. Now I'm thinking about it. Okay. But anyway, whatever year it was, we played the Colts in Arrowhead. And I got a ticket uh, to go with my buddy, and it snowed about six inches, or at three inches the night before. Mm-hmm. And when we got to the game, like was it this w- even Mahomes or was this Alex Smith? No, it was still Mahomes. Okay, yeah. And I'll look it up. And it was like thirty-five, forty degrees, but no wind when we were tailgating the whole entire day. And then all of a sudden. Like at game time, it starts snowing again, and it was freaking electric. Mm-hmm. Like I will never, ever yes. forget this Colts, game. January twelfth, twenty nineteen. There we go. Okay, twenty nineteen. Yeah, because we won in twenty twenty. Holy cow! Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. So Chiefs Colts. January nineteenth of twenty nineteen. Is that right? J- January twelfth. Twelfth of twenty nineteen. Yeah. Okay. So that game I was at, and it was freaking amazing. Um, Adam Vinatieri missed a field goal right before halftime. There you go. And that was right. when I was like, dude, we got this in the bag. Like, yeah, we won 31 to 13. So. Right. But at <laughs> halftime, I want to say it was like like 7 to 13 or 10 or something like that. I mean, mm. it was somewhat of a close game at half. And uh, and he missed the field goal right, like literally time was going off the clock. They tried to kick in the field goal like maybe 45 yards and it was right into our end zone that we were sitting in and he missed it. And we're like, 
the eight of us that were sitting there were like, he freaking missed it. Are you shit me? Yeah. Like, like going nuts. And this, and this, by the way, for context, was the Patrick Mahomes' first year as a starter, which yeah. was his MVP year, where he broke the record for passing yards and uh, touchdowns yeah. in a single season. And mind you, this was my second. Or no, maybe he just got 50, but either way, he was like the third player ever to hit 50. Yeah. This was either my second or third. It might have been my second Chiefs game ever. Uh-huh. And at the time, I was still like, yeah, I like, I again, I was a Dallas Cowboys fan. Right. right? But not like a diehard fan whatsoever. And so, I, I, I again, like my team, my sport was college football, OU Sooners. Right. Yes. And so I was still always kind of wishy-washy on on following uh, NFL teams. This again, it was either my second or third time at a Chiefs game. I I bought a shirt before the game, type of stuff. Right. I had a sweatshirt. But again, I was like, yeah, I'm just I'm going because I got tickets. Right. Right. After that game, dude, like I am a Chiefs fan for yeah. sure. Like. And I don't care how bad they suck from now on. Like, I will die a Chiefs fan. And it's because of that experience at that game where, like, the snow, the fans, we were loud as shit. January football is the best. Like, dude, hands down the best sporting event I've ever been to. And that's it rivals the the soccer game that you talked about at the beginning when we went to go watch Sporting KC. Well, and so the reason why Sporting KC is not my number one or even in my top three according to this is one because in terms of experience that was the best game i've been to in terms of like we had fun yes like the the atmosphere is great that sort of stuff and i the world cup is the next world cup 2026 is happening in the united states and arrowhead stadium is hosting a game now i i am crossing my fingers we are hosting a united states game because I don't give a shit how much those tickets cost. Right. I'm going. Yep. Like, and that will be the experience of a lifetime. Guaranteed. Yep. Even if we lose 10 to nothing to Brazil or whoever. Like, I don't care. I'm going. But that all being said, and it's funny that you bring up the Chiefs Colts. Because the next game is infamously what I call the heart attack game. Which was Chiefs Patriots AFC Championship. Which was just... The Patriots, I think we were shut out in the first half. I forgot you were there. No, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Oh, okay. But I, it transitions into the game that I was at. So the heart attack game, we were. I don't think we had scored even at halftime. We came back, right. and then the fourth quarter was just back and forth, and then and then the D Ford freaking and, offsides I know, God, like dude. on the interception uh, but like anyway that that was the most stressful game i had ever watched and only the second time i had ever gotten emotional at a game the first being uh green bay seattle uh when the onside kick was supposed to go <laughs> to jordy nelson and then i don't even remember the name of the tight end because he got cut like the next day <laughs> cost us a super bowl because it would have been Packers versus Tom Brady. Instead, it was Seahawks, Tom Brady. And we all know how the Seahawks <laughs> botched that one, not giving it to Marshawn on the one-yard line. Run but the I digress. Ball. The reason why I talk about Chiefs-Patriots is because that is actually the same matchup of my number one. And I was there, and I, I, it, I think I've brought it up on the podcast before, but I was there when we 
broke the world record for oh. the loudest stadium. 2014. In, yes. Right? In the world. Against? Uh, no, not 2000. Actually, no, I think you're right. It was 2014 or 2015. Because I can't remember if Katie and I were either dating or engaged. We weren't married yet. Yep. But 14, because right. I remember being at Baker when the headline was Chiefs break the world record. Okay. Yeah. So 2014, I'll take your word for it. So here was the, the setup. So my family, we typically try to go to one Chiefs game a year. Yep. Katie and I, according to this timeline, were a few months into dating, but at that point in time, we were already even talking like marriage and stuff. Katie and her family, unfortunately, Patriots <laughs> fans, because right. her dad's from Boston, so like yep. I can let it slide because it's at least his home team. It's not like he adopted the Patriots like the Drake take. Right. Um, <laughs> shout out to Drake take. Yeah. Uh, but, so at least it's like a home team biasness. But, so it's the Patriots game. My family loves nothing more than to watch Tom Brady lose. So it's like, well, yeah, we're going. <laughs> right. Of course. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was within the first three weeks, but it might have been week one. It might have been. And the reason why I think this is because not only did we kick the absolute tar out of the Patriots, but after that game, it was like, should Tom Brady retire? Like, right. I was like... The yes. Chiefs are the reason he's going to retire. Now, what ended up happening is he went and won another Super Bowl. <laughs> that I, same year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that one was, I think, to the... Which one was that? It doesn't matter. I don't know. It's but, one of the 15... And maybe that was the Seattle Super Bowl. So, again, I will blame Seattle for that, not the Chiefs, because we <laughs> ended Tom Brady's career, as far as I'm concerned, that night. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, he got us back in the in the later yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, that was the game that he, he uh, had, like, five picks. It was bad. Right? No. Dude, we crushed him. And here's the best part, is we broke the sound record... You know, maybe end of first quarter, sometime in the second quarter. I don't remember specifically when it happened, but it was so loud that, like, I mean, you know how the stadiums are. Like, yeah, the way we were tight, earlier tight. with Perel, like me, Perel, you. Yep. Katie was where Perel was, in accordance to me, and I was yelling. And at one point in time, I turned to her because we were trying to break the record. Like they had the number up on the on the yeah. sign and, or the, the big Jumbotron thing. And I turned to her, I'm like, just because you're a Patriots fan doesn't mean you like can't yell. And she's like, I'm literally yelling at the top. I couldn't hear <laughs> my own girlfriend next to me. That's wow. how loud it was. That's insane. You couldn't hear the person next to you. And we ended up breaking the sound record. So yes, I am a world record holder, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, so there's that. We kicked the crap out of the Patriots. It was incredible like and and again atmosphere wise i've been to a heated you know ku game i've been to a heated wichita thunder game i've been to a wild you know a sporting kc game yep but it can literally at this point never get louder than that game all right i'm mistaken i want to say 2014 we went back and forth with seattle in 14 I think 15 is when we broke it for the final time. Here, let me look. Yeah, because I I, I remember the headline being... Here, here's the noise record. Um, let's see. Oh, I don't have the date. Oh, when did it? Uh, no, you were right. September 29th, okay. 2014. 
And based on that date, that means it was probably week three or four. September 4th is what you said? No, September 28th. Oh, 28th, yeah. So yeah, it was probably week three or four. Do, do we still hold it? Oh, yeah. Yeah? No, we are still the loudest stadium in the world. Because no one's beaten it yet. We did go back and forth with Seattle. That was before this. Okay. Right Seattle this. had it before us. Yeah, like the week or two before. Yeah. Yeah. They broke it, and then we were like, okay. Yeah, come to Arrowhead, and not, not only, and actually, uh, let's see. 142. Yeah, we we had it at 137.5, and then Seattle broke that. I don't know what their record was, but then we broke it again at 142. Dude, that is insane. Yeah. Because that's taken at midfield. Mm-hmm. Midfield. Yeah. And you're still getting 142.2 decibels? Yeah. I was there. And they and they put it up on the jumbotron, everything, and and everybody went loud again. And that was that was the best part about it is even though we broke the noise record early, right? It was that loud the whole game. That's insane because we were dominating the Patriots, and it was great. A week six, insane. as it says. I don't know. I don't know why I felt like it was earlier. Insane. Maybe maybe the Tom Brady thing was the. Oh no! Wait, sorry, that was Oakland Raiders game. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It was Raiders. No, uh, no, the the previous record when uh, we had okay. it was against the Raiders. Okay, but yeah, we broke it against the Patriots, and yeah, I was there at that game. So, it was a lot record of fun. holder, That's Mark me. Hurdle, right here. That's me, <laughs> your co-host. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. So, uh, yeah, that's my top game of all time, and uh, we need to go to an A-year Sporting KC game. Yes, soon, like yes. very soon. So I'm already writing down a, a few things that we need to do together. We need to go to a Avalanche game yes. in Denver for a weekend. Absolutely. We need to go to the world one of the games of the World Cup in 2026. Yes. So we need to start Assuming saving Assuming we host. Yeah. Like one of the United States games. Well, even so, I think well, yeah. we go. So put it th- put it this way: if we're not hosting the United States game, I will pick a game of like. Like if Germany plays, like I'm a German, like right. I can go cheer for Germany. Yeah, I'm a quarter German. Um, so sure, uh, my f- <laughs> my in laws are Italian. If yeah. Italy's playing, I'll go cheer on Italy. Yeah. You know, type of thing. If Brazil's playing, like they're typically one of the best teams, I'll go watch Brazil. How about this? But, no matter who plays in in KC, we like if it's United States, obviously, right? right. We we wear USA. If it's a a country that we have some sort of tie to. We pick the best of whatever country that is, and then we just ball out in their gear, sure. and then we go. Or here's here's another thing we do. We can wear our USA, like, say we buy, like, a USA jersey, but then we get, like, a German scarf. Yeah, sure. Like, that, I like even it. though it will be in the summer and it will be blazing hot. Like, I don't care. You always wear scarfs at yeah. soccer games. Yeah. That's <laughs> so what they do. I'm down for that. And then the, the last uh, thing that we need to do. I already know where you're going. Okay, go. Waste management open. Yes. <laughs> I know. I know. So that's three things, and I don't care when it happens. It's Within just the going, next five years. It's going to happen. Yeah. And so I'm excited for all of that because we can make this a couple strip very, very easily. <clears throat> yes. And we're going to have a freaking blast. Yeah. It'll so be awesome. For for us, like this is, this is more than just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to post everybody... <laughs> Uh, updates on my basement remodel that isn't happening now. 
um, and have a topic of the week. No, this is this is something that's going to happen in the next five years. Yeah. We got three things on our bucket list for sporting games uh, that we're going to go to. One is Avalanche, the other being whatever soccer game is happening during the World Cup in KC, and then Waste Management Open. That's right. Let's do it. And maybe we'll have a new top three after those three. Ooh. I like it. Let's just keep it going. Let's go. Anything else, Mark? I don't think so. Let's close it up, buddy. All right. Thank you guys for listening to episode eight of season three of In the Middle Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms. If you want to support us, be sure to smash that subscribe button. It's it's not what you thought you were going to hear, was it? Yeah. <laughs> At Twitch, uh, at in the middle underscore podcast. Give us some of your money. Give us none of your money. Give us all your money. I don't care at the end of the day. Uh, you know, just follow us if you would like on the Twitch page. I'm just waiting for the button to hit. No, it's not hitting this not week. Not today. Okay. Uh, you can find us on all the socials. Uh, I'm not going to remember all the stupid Right other there. ones i'm not going to look at it um <laughs> just hit us up on the tweets page hit us up on facebook or you can email us so anything else mark nope that's it let's get out of here all right we'll talk to you soon bye Insert cash or select payment type.